Hey, welcome to Barreled in Truth Podcast. My name is Devin. And my name is Torio. And here on Barreled in Truth, we're going to be talking about all things in life with a biblical reformed perspective while we drink a glass of bourbon and smoke a cigar. Yo, what's going on, guys? Thank y'all so much for tuning in to Barreled in Truth today. And we are super excited. Back in the saddle. <sighs> Recording some episodes, man. We got Chris. We got Chris here so, again, the man. The Bishop. That's all, y'all. Hey, man. We're, we're super excited to have him on the podcast. You guys are going to see a lot of him. He's part of the team, man. He just don't know it yet. No, um, he knows it. <laughs> he knows it got now. Jersey. Hey, you know he what's crazy, man? Look, listen, listen. My man recorded one episode with us and then proceeded to text us and was like, hey, when are we recording this week, bro? <laughs> Which I love that. I love, love that, by that, the way. Man, I love that, bro. That's, that's awesome um, that, that he's able to be on here with us, man. We love you being here. We love you bro yeah, I love you guys, yeah man for sure um but hey like we always do before we get into the episode we're gonna talk about what we smoking and drinking on i finished my cigar earlier unfortunately but um i am sipping on some yeah that's true i'm sipping on some baker seven though courtesy of my man shatorio it's some good stuff bro i like it <laughs> yeah, what, you, what you got over there Chris? drinking the rebel cash drink single barrel mm-hmm. smoking a black diamond Sir, smoking on a Perez Corello Encore. Now I am drinking some of that, the Davison Reserve. David Nicholson. David yeah. Nicholson Reserve. Yep. That's some good stuff, ain't it? Yeah, man. I'm telling yeah, man, you, bro. It's, it. It's like, that's a great bottle, man. Yeah, we appreciate you guys listening today. Um, anyone that is, we hope this message um, does something for you in your life. So today we are going to be talking about the deconstructed Christian. Um, question mark. We uh we got some things to say about it for sure. Um, we just kind of want to talk through it and and kind of go into some detail about what that really means, um, and kind of our our thoughts on it and and where we stand on that. So, Shatorio, kick us off, bro. Yeah. So deconstruction, you know, that is the that's the new <clears throat> hot term. Um, we see it everywhere. We see it. Which usually means it's trash. Yeah. Right. Right. And honestly, <clears throat> to be completely real, you know, can I say that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, talk your talk. Well, we were all here, son. <laughs> you know, I come I, on. I, I did some homework on this topic, and you know, when I look at what's going on in this, you know, newfound quote unquote deconstruction movement, it's really nothing new. It's just got a name now. Correct. Yeah. Social media, bro. It, it just all this has social a name. media stuff done it, blew it up. It's nothing new. It just has a name. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me, and um, you know, so. To kick it off, when I see deconstruction, what often I see is Christians who have had either, you know, a bad experience where now they're overcorrecting mm-hmm. and, and, you know, instead of running to the scriptures, they run to social media and they run to their feelings and they want to gratify the flesh mm-hmm. rather than running to the scriptures <clears throat> and running to biblical community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and tell them real quick, what is a deconstructed Christian? So essentially what a deconstructed Christian mm-hmm. is, is from what, from what I see mm-hmm. is someone who considered themselves a Christian but they are deconstructing the faith from what they've always known, what they've grew up seeing. Now, granted, I do want to take the time to say there are some things that the church in America should deconstruct. Mm-hmm. But when I Come use on. that, I mean it in the term of coming back to the historic Christian the faith. The Bible, scripture. Yeah, yep. when Martin Luther set out to, he set out to reform not to destroy or dismantle, That's right. which is part of the definition of deconstructing. Right. He, he, uh, so in, 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 that, in that context, I would say, if, you know, I've never been opposed to asking hard questions or anything like that. Right. You know, why do we believe what we believe and things like that. Right. The problem with so many people in America is <clears throat> they have a problem with authority. Yeah. Uh, for, for a Christian, the authority is Jesus, the living word, and the Bible, the written word, yeah. that bears witness to the living word. Come on. You are not the authority. Jesus said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Yep. That's right. So he's got some things to say to you. Yeah. Right? You are not your own authority. Come on. Right. And so I think a lot of that comes from, well, and plus it's just popular. It's popular. Thank you, TikTok and, and everything else. It yeah. just 
people get caught up in uh, we sensationalize everything and we get swept up and we're prisoners of the moment and we get we get caught up in these fads and what's popular and what's hot and what's new and before you know it you're you're an apostate yeah you're a rebel without a cause right right um, <laughs> so when, when you guys told me that this would be the topic and this idea of deconstructing the faith and you know where a lot of people use that as a justification for walking away from the church and <coughs> Christianity, Christianity as we have known it. Mm-hmm. I'll say a couple of things that, you know, when you were talking about, there's there's certain things within the church in America that, that has gotten some things wrong. Yeah. 100%. And we'll keep it real about yep. that. Completely agree with that. Nope. Okay. When I was in seminary, I read a book. Uh, I think the author's name was Michael Slaughter. Um, I think it was for a church evangelism class that was taught by Ed Stetzer, but the name of the book was Unlearning Church, which was essentially kind of pointing out some some ways that the church have may have been erroneous and, and some of their approach, mission, philosophy, um, church discipline, on and on and on. So his, his, his challenge in that book was let's unlearn some things, but go back to the foundation. Right. right, and, and right. build on that exactly. foundation. And we're for that. We're for that 100%. So um, the second thing that I thought about was the conversation that Jesus was having with his disciples, and that's recorded in Matthew 16. Who do people say that I am? Well, some people say you're a prophet. Some mm-hmm. people say you're Elijah. Who do you say that I am? Mm-hmm. Come on. Well, Come Peter on. responded, because Peter likes to talk. He was very bold. You're the Christ. Yeah. The son of the living God. Jesus said a couple of things very interesting to Peter. Number one, he said, flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you. Yeah. My father. Come on. on. So you mean it wasn't Peter's free will. He brought receipts. Come on. He brought receipts. (laughs) Come on. It was the father who sent Jesus who also said, and uh, it was recorded in John 6, 44, the uh, if anyone comes to me, the Father who sent me has got to draw him. That's right. So Amen. the Father revealed this to Peter. Peter understood who Jesus was because the Father imparted that knowledge to him. Jesus also said, you're Simon Peter, right? On this rock, I'll do what? Build. Build. build not deconstruct. Oh. He said, I will build my, yeah. my church. Come on. A couple things about that. Number one, you want to deconstruct and walk away from the very thing Jesus promised to build. Come on. Oh, yeah, he right? going there. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, you want to uh, deconstruct uh. and walk away and wash your hands of the very thing that biblically Jesus died for. Yep. And Jesus promised to build, and you want to spend your life deconstructing that. Yeah, yeah. And justify it biblically. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you said that because that leads to one of the points that I wrote down is that when I did my homework, I I went through the mind-numbing process of watching every video I could on the internet on deconstruction. I watched all the angry people on I'm TikTok talk about that. it. It was it was it was draining. I'm sorry for it. It was very draining. One, Thankfully I have the Holy Spirit so mm-hmm. cuz otherwise I would have been depressed after watching all of those Facts. videos. I River. So, so there was a. I, I'm I'm I want to get my points out the way, and then I want to let y'all cook up because I know y'all got some stuff to say. There was a commonality in all of those videos that I saw. There was lazy Bible reading, no sense of biblical hermeneutics, and no sense of biblical exegesis. Um. Secondly, there was a. Heavy emphasis on self-focus, mental health, which is not anti-Bible, but pursuing those things is not the centerpiece of the Christian faith. Correct. Maybe a byproduct, because you should take care of yourself. We just had a conversation before we started recording about, you know, taking care of yourself, taking care of your mental, taking care of yourself spiritually. You're taking care of your health. Those things are important because, you know, your body... God gave you to steward well, you know, you should, you know, take care of your mental and, you know, have a biblical framework of that. However, we don't want to breed self-centeredness mm-hmm. in the name of deconstructing. Yep. 
And then the last thing that I want to mention, and then I'll let y'all, you know, do it, take off something that I saw that had the most views. This video had the most views as far as a video on deconstruction. This it had like a hundred k likes. It had over, I think, four hundred k views. Where this uh, sister she was talking about, um, and, and she was just butchering biblical Christianity. One of the words that these people like to use is cognitive dissonance. And for the listeners that that don't know what that means, cognitive dissonance is the state of having inconsistent thoughts, beliefs, or attitudes, especially as related to a behavioral decision and attitude change. And so they that this is their favorite word. I'm telling y'all, I did the homework so y'all didn't have to. Hey, they I'm love old, they love they love, love them saying. Receipts, dog. I, yeah, I brought receipts. Y'all know how I give it up. They love using this term cognitive dissonance. The issue is what they are displaying in these videos is a false dichotomy. Mm-hmm. So they are they are approaching Christianity reactionary based on bad experiences mm-hmm. and they're you and they're isogeting scripture to make their point mm-hmm. as to why they have walked away from the faith or why they now label themselves ex-christian ex-pastor ex-evangelical well if you're ex-christian why are you worried about the bible <clears throat> correct come on and what, some, what are you bringing the bible you know, into it for you walked away from it and, you know, something that I wanted to say in our last episode, we did an episode on church hurt. It really ties into this episode on uh, the quote unquote deconstructed Christian. Mm-hmm. What's so interesting about people that make much of church hurt and make much of this deconstruction movement is they build their character and who they are. They build a ministry around deconstruction and church hurt it's who they are everything that they talk about is revolved around this issue they have made a um a identity out of it mm-hmm. yeah you can be as uh john calvin say you can be sincere and be sincerely wrong, be sincerely wrong right 100%. um and so i want to before y'all you know go in i want to <clears throat> take the time to say this You don't have to go on a world tour and you don't have to make your identity be about the bad experience you had. If everything that you talk about and the whole of who you are is based upon a bad church experience, you need help. Mm -hmm. Right. You need counseling and that's okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and seek godly counsel as opposed to washing your hands of the very thing that Jesus not only died for and promised to build, but is coming back. For. That's right. right. Like, you don't have to make it who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I don't understand. Faith about self. Yeah, it, it, you are. And I just, like, I couldn't imagine making my whole life existence and the core of who I am about the pain that I've been through in my life, whether it be the divorce I went through or um, the church hurt I've experienced. That's not who I am. My identity is in Christ. Amen. And to yep. the deconstructed Christian, quote unquote, I want to urge you and encourage you to check your heart and make sure that your identity is in Christ. <clears throat> And nope. not in your bad experience. Amen to that, brother. <clears throat> Look, I'm going to start it off real quick before Chris absolutely goes hammer <laughs> time on this. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but I just had I, I just had one. Go ham. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Man, I just had one major point in this, in this thing that I've just been racking my brain with ever since, uh, you know, all of us guys here at Barrel and Truth started talking about doing a episode on... <clears throat> you know, deconstruction, the main thing that I hear when it comes to deconstruction and what these people talk about trying to deconstruct scripture, trying to deconstruct the church, is they talk about the law. The main thing that they talk about is old Levitical law Mm -hmm. 
And that's a problem. Yeah. And I'm going to prove that with Galatians 2, 15 through 21. Russ, it's going <laughs> to, it's going to, I'm going to read this whole 15 through 21. It's going to be a little bit of scripture, but that's what we're here for. So just bear with me for a second. So <clears throat> Galatians 2, verse 15. Paul says, we ourselves are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners. Yet we knew, know that a person is not, listen, yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So we also have believed in Christ Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law, because by works of the law, no one will be justified. Let me pause there and say, if you think that you can be justified by works of the law, you're calling yourself Jesus. He was the only one that walked on this earth and perfectly upheld the law. His father was pleased with him for that. We right. cannot please the father by obeying every law perfectly. We can't do that. When you're misunderstanding the purpose of Levitical law as well. Exactly. We have to, keep, we have to the lens through which we, we read the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation is through Jesus. Yep. That's right. We, we have to understand the purpose uh, and, and the proper hermeneutic in approaching Old Testament law. And right. that's certainly not a reason to walk away from the faith or deconstruct or dismantle or break into constituent parts. There's never, there's not a biblical precedence for that. Yeah. Right. You know, Jesus, again, he promised on, on this statement, on this fact that I am the Christ, the Son of God, mm-hmm. I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. The gates... Uh, of deconstructivism, if yeah. that's a word, Come right? On. You know, the gates of you know Jesus didn't promise to build his rogue followers of individualistic narcissism. <coughs> yep, he promised to build a community and and his church. And before, I know you about to go off. I, I just I just gotta read this. I, and I quoted this Sunday in my sermon. Uh, I quoted what Paul said in Romans five twenty. Mm-hmm. Where the Apostle Paul said, now the law came in to increase the trespass, but where sin increased, grace, grace. abound all the more. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I when you're using that. prohibition verses, right. verses that emphasize the law, the purpose of those verses that emphasize us doing something, mm-hmm. those verses are to increase the f- knowledge in your heart and mind that you cannot perfectly obey. Correct. Right. And Impossible. it should drive you to the cross. And I made that point, you know, that on Sunday when I preached that, you know, the law is to drive you to the cross. It's to mm-hmm. drive you to the gospel. Right. That's why we have to, as preachers, we have to preach both preach law and gospel. Right, exactly. There has to be a law gospel distinction. You know, because Exodus, the law is meant to increase mm-hmm. the weightiness of sin <clears throat> so <clears throat> that grace can abound even more. Yep. Grace can abound even yep. more. So and, I just had to say that. Yeah, and I, I just want to say one more thing uh, before Chris goes in as well. Like, um, Something that, that Shatorio had said earlier while you know while we were in intermission. Uh, when it comes to deconstruction, people that are doing this, right, the deconstructed Christian is like reading the Bible and reading scripture in a way that they would never do anything else in their actual life. Yeah. So like in in, in Galatians two where Paul says for the law, I died to the law so that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Mm-hmm. They're going to look at that verse and say, oh, you were there and crucified with Christ? No, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it, like, it's a picture. Like, yeah. But they take these things. What verse is it where, where, where it, Jesus is talking about or, or whoever it was was talking about? Oh, gouge your eyes out. Yeah, Jesus, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, Jesus is talking Put about your gouging your eyes out, cutting your hand off. They go to these verses and say, and you say he's a good God and, and he's, a, he, he's a good Savior, but he's telling you to do this? Bro, that's not the point. The mm-hmm. picture is you would rather do that that is this severe than do what I'm telling you to. 
That's what he's trying to say. This is a picture. You're taking this to a whole nother level, which you wouldn't take any other place. But because it's scripture and because Christianity is the most attacked religion in America, then you want to look at it in, in a different world. light. In yeah. The, yeah, in a world, in the world, in, it in general. It seems like a platform for. Uh, Go ahead and cook, bro. Go uh, ahead. <laughs> it seems like a platform, and you guys have heard me say before, and I've probably said on other episodes, that um, I feel like the culture that we live in now. In America is um, the most narcissistic culture the world's ever seen and now we have a platform to parade that narcissism mm -hmm. and narcissism is is the idea it's the it's ultimately the preoccupation with self yeah okay it is me 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 all the time that's right and this started this is ultimately humanism which has been around forever and it just takes on different uh, faces yep. in history right yep <clears throat> but it's the idea that i am my own authority and i will not answer to anyone well you can try to dismantle and dissect the scriptures all you want to i promise you you will stand before jesus one day and give an account come on come on bro who Go off. is the authority yes sir he i have all authority jesus says come on Right. And so if 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 I claim to be a follower of Jesus, a born again Christian, I don't I don't get to have my say. Yep. Right? Uh Jacob texted me this week. Shout out to you, Jacob. Jacob you Bailey. Love, love you, bro. You. Um, you know, thanking me for, for some things and just, you know, you know, I don't really understand how you do what you do and this, that and the other and you need to take care of yourself, conversation we had earlier, right? And all, all for that. But I can't, as a follower of Christ and one who has been arrested by Jesus. Take like, that like credit. Paul, right? Yep. I don't get to arrested take credit by anything, Jesus. Right? But I'm also, I'm no longer a slave to sin and self. I'm a slave to Christ. Yep. And I don't exist for self. Come on. If I'm a born-again believer, I have to understand that I do not exist for me That's Paul right. just said it I exist for the glory of God to serve Jesus yep. and I and and you serve Jesus by serving other people I That's no right. longer live but Christ who lives in me Christ lives in me so if if Chris died so that Christ could live in him first of all I don't get to dismantle the scriptures facts because Ooh, Jesus said the scriptures bear witness to me the yep. law the prophets the Psalms all of them bear witness to me uh, I, I don't get to dismantle the faith that, that Jesus promised to build, right? We have all of these scriptures in the New Testament that talk about building and none about deconstructing. My goodness. None. <laughs> none. So yep. you don't have a biblical precedence. It, it's like 21st century Christian or, or Americans in general, we got the answer to everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. Well, Jesus is the answer. The scriptures have the answers. It's, it's, it's surrendering to that that we have a problem with. Yep. So it seems yep. like this is just a platform to indulge in fleshly desires and justify it. It's that I'm going to do me-ism. Yep. Yeah. Hey, yeah. come on. Yeah. But you, you ain't do you, I'm going to do me. And, I, and by the way, I'm going to undo the faith that survived the most persecution any religion in the world has ever faced. And that's weighty, bro. And if Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane would have said, Father, I'm going to just do me, we'd all go to hell. Facts. Come on. Come so, on. My are... man said I could call down a army of angels to take me off the cross, but I won't. Mm. So 1 Thessalonians 5. Receipts. For God has not destined us for wrath, uh huh, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. So I don't get salvation through me. Yep. Come on. Right? I'm not going to heaven because of me and how awesome I am and how much I know. There ain't no good how people. I'm going to just tell Jesus and, and, and the Christians who have died for their faith historically and presently, y'all died, died in vain because you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right? We obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep or we're alive or dead, we might live with him. Come on. Therefore, uh -huh. in light of this major fact that you have salvation in Jesus Christ, right? Encourage one another and build 
one another up just as you are doing. He didn't say tear each other down. Yep. Right. He didn't say dismantle the faith. He said because of the faith, you build each other up. Yep. Yeah. You encourage one another. You build on this fact because Jesus is building his church on this fact. Come on. That he is the Christ. That he is the Messiah. Jude, a call to persevere. Endurance. Perseverance. Jesus said, those who endure to the end will be saved. Yep. Right. That's what Jesus said. Come right? on. Pretend endure. Jesus here. He said, but you must remember, beloved, <clears throat> the predictions of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, who are building on the fact that Jesus is the Christ. That's right. They said to you, in the last time there will be scoffers. Deconstructive people are scoffing. Scoffing at the fact that Jesus is the Son of God, that the Scriptures bear witness to. Foreshadowing? Again, that's what Jesus said. Yep. Okay? Yep. Following their own ungodly passions. Come on. That's what they're doing. It is these who cause divisions, worldly people devoid of the Spirit. So these people who are deconstructing and trying to attack and dissect the Bible and the faith and all that, they're, they're worldly. That's yep. not what the Holy Spirit does. Oh! Yep. But you, church, Come on. beloved, isn't it, just side note, isn't it awesome to be called beloved of God? Oh, my, man. My, 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 my. Talk yes, about sir. that feeling. That's just grace, man. Yeah. Um, mm. But you, beloved, Amen. building yourselves up in your most holy faith, and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. Yeah. Building your faith. Come on. Building your faith. Encouraging one another in the faith. Because so there's good. people scoffing at your faith. There's people trying to cause division in your faith. Paul, when he was in Acts, in Acts chapter 15, when he was talking to the elders in Ephesus, what did he say? Be watchful. That's right. Because there will be wolves who will come in and attack, but there will also be, be wolves who rise up from in your own midst, mm -hmm. causing division, creating heresy, creating division, causing doubt, deconstructing. When you are called to build on the foundation of, which is Jesus. We're yeah. not done, right? Luke chapter 20. I'm not done. Eminem he got says receipts. That. In the Jesus ringer. said, <laughs> but he, <laughs> but he look, Jesus said, but he looked directly at them and said, what then is this that is written? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Peter writing to Christians who were being martyred and persecuted and marginalized for their faith in Jesus Christ, said this to the church. As you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the, light of, in the sight of God, chosen and precious. Yeah. Okay. You yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands, behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone, chosen and precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. So the honor is for you who believe, but for those who did not believe, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Those who are deconstructing are rejecting the cornerstone. Yep. My goodness. Jesus. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> a man attested when, when, when Peter's preaching in Acts at Pentecost and at Solomon's portico, he said, this man was attested to you by God by signs and wonders. Yep. Okay? So if, if, if I want to deconstruct what he has to say, um, when's the last time I uh, cured leprosy? Mm-hmm. Walked mm -mm -mm. on water. Oh, that, brother, that brother ain't come to play. Rose from the dead. All right, let me kill you, and you rise from the dead three days later, and then I'll listen to what you have to say. Facts. But you, 
as a narcissistic 21st century Christian American, want to reject the chief cornerstone that the church is and the faith is being built on. But what do you mean, Chris? The, the church has been man, the, the church has been man, manipulative. There have been people who have abused ministry. Yeah, for oh. sure. And listen, when we go through Galatians, we're gonna call them about. I'm gonna name drop. Because Are we naming names? We, you're gonna name names because I, I love Karis Church too much to let them be swayed by. Heretics. Shambless plug. If come you're on. looking for a church and you're in the upstate of South Carolina, come okay. to Karis Church. Facts. Ephesians, or you can move to South Carolina Ephesians and just come. Two. This is kind of a lengthy one. Prick. Come on. Come yeah, on. That's what we're here for. Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2, 13 through 22. Let me pull it up. I love this verse. Oh, I love but this now chapter. in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Amen. For he himself is our peace. Yeah. Who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. Come on. Can we just okay. pause there real quick and just, you who once were far off been brought yeah. near by the blood of Christ, man. Right. That's, oh. Anytime we want to start deviating from the faith, we're rejecting the one who the faith is built on. Literally. Whoa. Jesus. Okay. Christians aren't going to always get it right. The church historically and presently doesn't always get it right. That's the right. apostles we didn't don't. always get it right. We talked about in the last episode how Peter didn't always get it right. And but us Peter three don't get willing, it right all the time. Right. Peter was willing to be crucified upside down for Jesus, for the faith yeah. in Jesus. When times got tough, Peter didn't start de deconstructing his faith. He relied on his faith. It was faith that, that caused them to persevere. Yes, sir. Okay. Come on. Endure. By, by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in the ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace, and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. And he came and preached peace to, the, to you who were far off and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. I love that household. Mm. Built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being what? The cornerstone. Amen. In whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. Wow. So what Paul, that's a mouthful, right? Yep. But for those who want to walk away from the church because the church hurt and deconstructing their faith and all that are walking away from the household of God. That's how God fills the earth with his glory is in the presence of the church. Come on. And I think that God and his providence and sovereignty is using this deconstruction movement to really draw Christians to get back in their Bibles mm -hmm. and to take their Bible reading serious. Right. I mean, if you 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 need to you need to know why you believe what you believe, right? Yeah. There's there's merit to that. That's right. Which means you need to be if the the scriptures are the authority for us, because it's Jesus who repeatedly said, "The scriptures bear witness of me." The writer of Hebrews said Moses was reproached for the name of Christ. Yeah. Right. All mm -hmm. of these prophets, Peter talked about in First Peter how they they longed and they looked and inquired intently at this grace that was going to be shown in Christ Jesus to believers. Yeah, and I, so, and man. And he says that they, the Ooh. prophets were serving the church. Yeah. That's what Peter says. Come on. Right? So we we want to, as Americans, because we get in our feelings and we and we think that 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 pettiness and, and, and bitching are spiritual gifts, Ooh. and we make everything about us. Right, because we're so mm. we're so selfish and narcissistic. You cannot be a Christian and be narcissistic and selfish. Wow, that is not the mind of Jesus. My the mind God. of Jesus in Philippians two is selflessness and humility. Yeah, come on. 
So I don't get to make all of this about me. That's right. It's ultimately about Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, when you start, when you start putting the focus on self, when your when your whole existence is centered around self love, self help, mm-hmm. self, self, self. That's the culture we live in. Yep. Everything's about you. If Jesus would have followed the footsteps of those in deconstruction. We would not have a savior Mm-mm. that drove himself to the cross, yep. because Mm-mm. it was our sin that put him there, mm-hmm. and it was his love and it was his denying of self that kept him there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And 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 let me say this: like, <clears throat> it's kind of funny if you think about it, because it even says in Scripture that even these people, the deconstructed, the false prophets, these people, they are still without knowing fulfilling God's purpose. Mm-hmm. And what what is that going to do for people, right? So what 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 do you think that a real Christian like us, you know, real Christians out there that read their Bible that actually have biblical hermeneutics and exegete scripture mm-hmm. correctly are going to do when they hear stuff like that? They're going to go to their Bible, right? They're going to read their Bible. So what these deconstructed people are doing is just putting people back in their Bible even more. You're helping right. us. Yeah. <laughs> you're literally helping us to grow in our faith because you're saying this we're fact checking you and you're like oh yeah man that dude's completely wrong i love you god i love you jesus thank you for saving me yeah i mean come on bro all you're doing is putting us right back into the bible where we belong Ooh, right. well, you're putting us right back into the bible mm-hmm. where we belong Ooh. <laughs> i've had these conversations with you know some of my non-Christian friends and you know when again they judge the merit of Jesus on the merit of the church and and you can't you can't do that because the church is Samuel Justice at Peccator we're at the same time righteous and sinner we're not the righteousness doesn't come from us it comes from from Christ being imputed and imparted to us uh, in our justification and our sanctification but people have been trying to disprove the scriptures and Jesus for two thousand years. Yep. And I've challenged them. Listen, you you can explain away the resurrection of Jesus. You can dismiss it, but you cannot disprove it. Yep. You, you can't. can't. You That's cannot. Right. It you is, can dismiss it. Is it. Historic. Yeah, it's a historic fact. Yep. That Jesus Christ lived, performed miracles, died on a cross, was buried in a, a very secured, again. sealed tomb. And rose from the dead. There Even are, atheist scholars believe the resurrection, the yeah, death and resurrection yeah, of Bart Christ. Ehrman. Yeah. So you can dismiss it if you want, but you can't. But you can't it. disprove it. So this notion that this group of TikTok famous people are going to disprove this is just laughable to me. Yeah. But it's also extremely sad that that the enemy has that kind of foothold. On this this generation, yeah, I mean, you know, it it really, you know, what we see is really a picture of what we saw in the garden. Mm -hmm. What did the what did what did the the serpent say? Did he Mm. really say that? That's exactly. Oh, did he really say? That's exactly right there. Yeah, I mean, did he did he really say? You know, I mean, and that's what we see. And you know, I want our listeners to understand that the reason why we are fired up about this, because we take the Bible serious. Mm-hmm. We take Jesus serious because we know the mess that he saved us from. Mm-hmm. And we amen, know amen, that amen. the we know of the mess that even now he's sanctifying us from. Yep. And we know what he's saving us to. Right. And so, you know, we don't want you guys to hear us as being, uh, you know, browbeating, angry Christians. We're not angry Christians. You know, we're, right. we're we love you guys and I we're was, concerned. Some things that piss me off. Yeah, there are some hey, things that hey, we I'm need not, to be mad about. There, this is one of them for me. Just this, saying, this, this, this does get us fired up, man. This, this topic gets us fired up, and the reason why it gets us fired up is because it gets us fired. <laughs> no, he's he's angry, y'all. Low key, he angry, bro. But you know, this topic. He works out every day at four a.m. How can you not be angry? <laughs> that's right you know but this topic it it does get us fired up because of the simple fact that 
these people, they have a platform and they're reaching so many people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these are people. And, and, you know, as pastors, we have to shepherd our people that the Lord has trusted us with. And we have to, you know, shepherd and tr- our family, our friends that are being exposed to this poison of deconstruction, the Christian faith. Everybody want to deconstruct the faith. You need to deconstruct your sin. Yeah, mm. fact. Every, everybody want to. Yeah, deconstruct self. How yeah. about you deconstruct yourself? How yeah, about you? Yeah. How about you do what James says and look at the man in the mirror? Yep. Yeah, come on. James Michael said Jackson, it before MJ, Michael baby. Jackson. Yeah, hey. want to point out all the imperfections of the church and not deal with your own. We don't want to yeah. deal with it, it because it's easy. It's right. it, it is easier mm-hmm. to point out the flaws. And how many times the church and Christians have dropped the ball than it is to look at yourself in the mirror and go, where have I dropped the ball? Right. Yeah, man. It's, it's just easier. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's what we do in our culture is we, we don't take accountability. We avoid accountability. We, we maximize the imperfections of others. Accountability is yeah. a curse word. Accountability. We don't like accountability. We have a problem with authority. We are our own authority, and and that just leads to ruin. Yep. Um, because that's what the flesh does. It it leads you to uh, ruin and this and this journey of self gratification and self glory. That's the arena. The flesh is when when Paul talks about that in Galatians. This this spiritual warfare that we we talked about. Uh, between the flesh and the spirit, the flesh there is the arena of self-assertion, self-willing, yeah. self-exaltation, self-glorification, self, 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 and that's the yep. culture that we live in, where it's 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 become virtuous to be selfish in America. Ooh. And biblically, Ooh. that's that's not the mind of Jesus. Come you know? on, bro. That's not the that's not what you're called to. Yep, you're called exactly to right. selflessness. Like I have to esteem other people better than me. Well, that's not the American way. Nope, not at all. I'm better than you. That's the American <laughs> way. Who are you to tell me anything? Yeah. Well, again, I'm not telling. Jesus is ultimately telling you. Yeah. Yep. Come on. Exactly and again, right. when you raise someone from the dead, heal someone who's been blind their entire life, heal and paralyzed, all the things that Jesus did. Uh, oh, and by the way, die. Let me put you in a tomb, and in three days, if you if you come out, we'll have a conversation. Yep. Come on. I'll listen to you because I think you might have some authority. That's yeah. right. But guess what? That's not going to happen. You know, and you know, I want to, I want to, I want to kind of steer us into a direction of calling the deconstructed home. Mm-hmm. You know, this is where you know I want them to kind of hear our hearts here. Mm-hmm. If you are someone who has fallen to the trap of this deconstructed Christian, come home. Mm-hmm. Come home. Yeah. Come sure. home. Back to the foundation. Yep. Come home because, man, Jesus loves you. Amen. And despite your experience, I'm not saying, and we are not trying to invalidate your feelings, invalidate your experiences. We're not saying that you. And and can I also say, a lot of and when I did my research, when I did my homework, a lot of the deconstructed folk, they came from legalistic churches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which also make me angry. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Facts. So I want to. We're not legalist. We're know. not. <laughs> we, we y'all probably think we're heathens because <laughs> we are drinking bourbon and smoking cigars. Clearly, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I stand with tattoos too, you know. What I'm saying? I, I, I stand with I Charles know. Spurgeon, who said, "That's I, a lie." I intend to smoke a cigar to the glory of God. Come on, you know. But you know, we we can we, we get it. The church has 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 got some black eyes on it. Yes, sure. it has. For the sure. church is not perfect. The church is messy. We, but we, neither are you. Yeah, yeah. You you're messy, just like the church is messy, because mm-hmm. we are sinners that are in desperately need of the Savior. Mm-hmm. And I want to kind of I, I want us to end on the gospel. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> As we, you know, veer in on the end of this episode. Yeah, and uh, the, you know, I, I'd like to end with this, man, is that, you know, uh, just like Shatorio said a second ago, you know, the, the serpent planted that seed of doubt. One seed of doubt. Did he really say that? Right? 
And that just goes to show how weak we really are. <clears throat> that one phrase, one thing, one little bitty seed can completely derail our entire life and completely change our mental state and how we think and how we act and how we interact with people with one another. Like one thing can do that. That shows how weak we really are. Mm -hmm. And you think that you can do this yourself? That's right. You can't. You have got, if you, if you guys didn't hear anything that we said, this is the part that I really want y'all to hear is that you desperately need Christ. That's right. And when I say you, I am in that you. We I'm not Christ. saying that I don't because I I'm desperately need I desperately, desperately need Christ, man. I, I cannot mess, man. get through my daily life without the strength that I pull from the Holy Spirit. That's right. Because I cannot do this alone. I have That's wept right. and prayed and cried and prayed and cried and prayed to God to give me the strength that I need just to make it through situations that I have in my life because I know I can't do this on my own. Yeah, and, and We are weak individuals, and we have to rely on a strength that is higher than ours, and his name is Jesus Christ. And, and Michael, when you edit this video, I want you to zoom in on this one. Chris, I, I want you to end us off with the gospel. Yep. Can you give our listeners the gospel? Yeah, perfect. To the the one that maybe maybe they have been deconstructing their faith because of legitimate pain mm -hmm. and hurt from legalistic preaching, legalistic churches, they got questions. Mm -hmm. Can you give them the gospel? <clears throat> yeah, give, I mean, give the people the gospel. The gospel essentially is uh, is three words: God saves sinners. Um, Amen. But when you unpack that and, and you look at the scriptures as a whole, you know, God created the heavens and the earth, and he created man in his own image and likeness. Put them in the garden, and everything was good. The tempter comes and and tempts. Yeah. Right? And and Adam, our our father, you know, earthly father, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. who we're all condemned in, uh, and Eve, uh, willfully rebelled against their creator. Right. And we see a, which ultimately led to the fall and the ruin of humanity and sin and enmity, enmity between man and woman, man and man, man and creation, and man and God, ultimately. Uh, but God gives a beautiful picture of that in Genesis 3.15 when he promises his, his, his son, Jesus. Yeah. Amen. And God sent his son, Jesus, to live the perfect life yeah. that we cannot live. That I can't, I'm not perfect. I don't have the nature to be perfect. I don't have the desire or the will to be perfect. I am a sinner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the gospel is that God saves me, an enemy of God. Come on. Scripture calls us a child of wrath, an enemy of God, apart from him because of our sin, because of our sinful state, because we're condemned in Adam, but because we have a sinful nature that, that we're conceived in sin, we're born with a sinful nature, we're not seeking God, we're, we're rebellious against him, and God re redeems us in his son Jesus that we just talked about there in, Thank in you. Titus. Thank you, Jesus. That we just, so that we just talked about that there uh, in First Thessalonians. For God has not destined us for wrath... But salvation, That's right, which yeah. is redemption, which is reconciliation, which is I have a right relationship with God, my creator, because of God, the son, Jesus, who didn't consider equality with God a thing to be grasped, but, but emptied himself and became a servant and was obedient to death, even death on the cross, Amen. becoming so our curse in our place, Thank in, you, in, Jesus. In dying in our place for our sin. Yeah. So the gospel is that God had not destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us so that we might live with him, so that we might have right standing and right relationship with God. Wow. And Amen. Peace with him. Thank you, Jesus, for the gospel. <clears throat> Devin, I know we do our normal intro, outro for this one. Can we, I, I feel led by the Holy Spirit that we need to need to pray for this outro I'm with that. and call the prodigal home call the deconstructed christian to come back so i want to i want to end this out and close out in prayer can you do that for us bishop i can pray yes sir let's do that let's do it 
God, thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. Um, and, and, and all of this, I'm just reminded of what uh, St. Augustine said, that left to myself, I would be nothing more than the captain of my own self-destruction. That's right. Yes. He was a pagan that you saw fit to save. He was not destined for wrath. But was destined for salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. And I thank you for that salvation. I thank you for that hope. I thank you that because of Jesus we can have peace. Because sin brings enmity. But salvation brings peace. Yes, Lord. You've been saved. And he is the chief cornerstone. He is the hope that we have yeah. and I pray that those who who are struggling and, and asking hard questions and again there's, there's nothing wrong with asking questions and trying to understand and, but there are those who are stirring up division and worldliness and they're creating strife and they're scoffing at Jesus yeah. and that brings to remembrance the thief on the cross who mm. was scoffing at the Son of God and mocking and belittling him. But later said, this is the Son of God. Thank you, Amen. Jesus. And ask him, when you come into your kingdom, please remember me. Thank you, Amen. Jesus. And I just pray mm. that you remember those who are struggling right now, who are asking hard questions, who are, who are walking away. And I just pray that they would just fix their eyes on Jesus, yes, the Lord. author and the perfecter of our faith. Yeah. Don't look at the church. Don't look at a pastor who gets it wrong. Don't find your hope in, in a pastor. Don't find your hope in a church. Don't find your hope in, in sinful man. Yeah. But find your hope in the author and the perfecter of our faith. And his name's Jesus. And I pray that you would draw them to him who you sent to live in our place and to die the death that we should have died and rose again so that we would have hope and victory and knowing that this isn't the end for us. Yes, Lord. We ask all these things in his good name. Amen. 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 Guys, thank you so much for watching this episode. I pray that this reached some of you guys and that you know, if you are a deconstructed Christian, if you're not a Christian at all and you're looking into the faith, I hope that you stumble across this episode and, and are able to, to, to kick it with us. We love you guys. God loves y'all. Um, I pray that God will work in y'all, work in your heart, work in your mind, and continue to, to work in your life to bring you home. Because that's the, the end goal is just to glorify God, just to bring you home, bring you back to the church. Thank you guys so much for watching the episode. And I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Sunday's coming. Love y'all.